0: You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on
1: 1499.3
0: KLIN.
1: Well, as we uh, dig out from the mother of all snowstorms in Lincoln 2022, we, uh... We continue to stay with you throughout the entire thing. The day we'll never forget, the day we got three quarters of an inch of snow on March 10th, 2022. We'll all remember where we were, and uh, including uh, Greg Sharp and a special guest today who's in studio with me. Good morning, Greg. How it, are you doing? Is LPS in school? Yeah, well, did most have... of it is, yes. Okay. Well, doggone <laughs> no, it. Obviously, not not quite all of it. You brought a uh, special guest with, with you today. Uh, please introduce her. Yeah, for my, the daughter, listeners.
0: my daughter, Taylor. Taylor is here, Jack. I appreciate you guys letting her come in today. We, the Sharp family, we are the Cure family for the JDRF uh, banquet, the gala coming up up in Omaha on April the 2nd. It's called JDRF One Night Celebrating Champions Accelerating Cures. And we're the Cure family because, Taylor, two years ago, almost this very day, uh, was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And wow. it changed her life, changed our life, obviously. And so we're here to talk a little bit about the gala so, this morning.
1: Um, uh, Taylor, I, I would love uh, to to kind of just hear about this. If you'll get an idea. And and Greg and, and Taylor, we were talking about at the beginning of the show, two years ago on the equivalent Thursday yep. was the day that COVID went nuts. It was the night the Fred Hoiberg game, the basketball game with the football player players playing. Creighton goes out and plays half of a basketball game. Stop. And then everything boom everything is called out and you and your family were going through this at that time taylor tell me about those those days for you and kind of what led up to it and what it was like for you
2: so it was just starting spring break and my friend had invited me to go to colorado and so we went to colorado and we had been we were going to great wolf lodge and we were going to have like a fun weekend and then come back and I just didn't feel good at all. I wasn't eating. My throat was really dry. And like my friend's mom was like, Why don't, why aren't you like wanting to go like play in the pool, go down the slides or anything? And she was texting my mom. And then my ears started to hurt really bad. And I was texting my mom. So my mom was like, Okay, I'll get you a doctor's appointment when we get back home. It's probably like an ear infection. And we went and the doctor checked my blood sugar, and I was 444, which is very high when a normal range is like 80 to 120. Wow. So, yeah, and then I just found out I was going to the hospital with no clue what was going to happen. Oh,
1: my goodness. What were you thinking at the time?
2: I really hadn't known much about type 1 diabetes. I've known like a couple people who've had it, but I was like, I I still wasn't sure what was like going to happen, what I was going to have to do to like keep myself healthy throughout Mm -hmm. that time
1: so tell me about being in the hospital and and what you did go through and what that was like for you
2: so as covid was just happening only my parents were allowed so i wasn't able to like my sisters came first but they like We're like, you can't be here. Like, COVID's happening. And I was like the only one on the pediatric floor with one other person. And it was like a ghost town, pretty much.
1: Oh, my goodness. To add just to, to add, I mean, Greg, I can't imagine going through it as a family you've got this and then all of that in the background and watching what we didn't know at the time yeah. i mean we, we i mean it was it, it seemed like it, a catastrophe and to some degree one was a catastrophe was coming but i can't imagine being a parent in that situation well
0: it was so unexpected because you know we we knew tater's very active she's a competitive dancer so she's doing all that so it never crossed our mind that she was having problems and that this obviously had been going on a while it was not and type 1 is never anything anybody has done Type two can be more of a lifestyle problem. You know, maybe you're not eating properly or working out. But type yes. one is it just it takes away your body's ability. Some kind of virus gets in your body, takes away your ability to to create insulin. So that's what she was going through. That's what we kept telling her. This is anything you've done. So she's learning how to give herself shots and blood pricks and doing all those type of things. So it was a it was a wild couple of weeks. We're watching the news, listening to you guys. She's dealing with that. It was crazy.
1: What uh, Taylor? What was kind of the learning curve then as you? Came out of this and realized what the realities were going to be for you going forward
2: So it was kind of hard because usually you like go to a doctor and you learn all this, but it was all virtual So I was learning everything that I had to do over a computer at my house but it was also kind of nice because I didn't have to go back to school like the week True. after and like have to figure out how to work with all of that. So I basically kind of had a year to like catch up with everything that I need to know before mm-hmm. like going into the real world and going mm-hmm. to school and back to dance and all of these other things that I do.
1: What So how, how what's your life look like differently now than it did two years ago today?
2: It's It's pretty much the same. I just have to be more like... Like focused on like what's my blood sugar at like this time and like when do I need to take something so I don't go too low while I'm doing something at school or right. dancing and right. it's it can be kind of crazy but yeah
1: and diet her food she has to really watch what she what she eats sure sure uh, and how are you feeling now uh, after uh, how this has gone how's the last the last two years been with that
2: I feel honestly so much better mm-hmm. I feel like way healthier I feel so much like. Like, I feel more positive than I used to be. I was like really negative about it, and now I'm just like, okay, I can do this.
1: Like- what would you say to kids who maybe are. Going through this, um, the the this type one stuff, and and uh, maybe early on in this thing, what would you say to them if you give them any advice or just anything that they probably should know?
2: I would just say like you're not alone, you're not the only one like that's going through this, and that it will get better, and it's really easy once you like have a positive like energy towards it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Greg, as you went on through this, then as a parent going all these through these sorts of things i'm sure it's not something you probably think a ton about until it impacts you directly what did you you know and i know you're now you're now as you mentioned involved with with jdrf and those sorts of things how did being a parent going through this situation sort of want you to um move into to helping other people who are going through this well well,
0: if we had to kind of get through the guilt phase because you know we go back and look at pictures of taylor pre-diagnosis. We're like, gosh, she was so skinny, but her sisters were skinny, and so we didn't really think about, but you know, you kick yourself a little bit, like, how long did we let her go before we finally got this thing figured out? But JDRF is a wonderful organization to kind of give you some support, give you some hope that there's some things out there. And so we, uh, this is part of our mission right now is to try to help educate some people and also raise awareness about this because we have made so many – Janie Garoff has helped make so many medical advancements. Mm-hmm. I mean, she wears devices on her arms or her legs that monitor her – Her blood sugars every five minutes. She can give herself insulin without doing a shot by just pushing a button on a cell phone type device, and that's all because of JDRF and the money that they've been able to raise down through the years to to advance this. And it's someday, Jack, we'll get a cure for this thing. I'm I'm confident that the medical field will find a cure for this thing. So that's kind of our mission. That's kind of our family's mission to take this on for Taylor and help her through. So fair to say
1: that thanks to JDRF and and those sorts of things, this diagnosis and the the kind of of what you're doing looks a whole lot different than what you and oh. I probably remember when, when people we knew that were going I through I always this. tell
0: the story, Jack, that I had a roommate in college, and this was back in the 80s. He had type 1, and at that point in time, he never did blood pricks. He gave himself insulin once a day. She does it five, six, seven times a day. He would kind of guess, okay, this is what my day is going to be like. And then if he went and had a, a, a lemonade with us after work or after school one day, that could send him into kind of a shock type thing. And so I dealt with some of that with him. The advances from that era to what Tater's dealing with now is amazing, and it's so I'm so grateful for her. And hopefully, before her life is over, we'll have a cure.
1: Yeah, and so you use a, a device, basically like yeah. a like a, a, a phone or something like that, to do these things to monitor and to even do the injections. Do you have yeah. it with you?
2: Um, I do.
0: Yeah, yeah, it looks just like a cell phone. She carries it with her, mm-hmm. and then I can read her blood oh, sugars. Yeah. It. They'll transmit it to to me and her mom, and so we can ch- keep constantly be checking on where she is, and if if it's high, we'll text her and go. Hey, we need to do something.
1: There. I bet early on you were <laughs> you were. I, mean, I know I'm a parent too. Early on, though, you're you're looking at these things all and the constantly time. monitoring and and probably thinking and, and worrying a little bit as well through the whole thing. No doubt. But it, I mean, again, great that you can do that. Great. Great that you can do that. Uh, Greg, tell us a little bit more about... For those who don't know, I think people are very familiar with JDR up, but tell us a little bit more about about what they're doing and and uh, how folks can help
0: well we've worked the pandemic in here a lot in this conversation this is the first gala they've had since the pandemic so they're really happy to be able to get this back this year it's up in omaha it kind of rotates between omaha and lincoln this year we'll be in omaha chi center on on saturday april the second so we're a couple of weeks away from that it's called jdrf one night celebrating champions accelerating cures there are still tables available if you would like to go if you can't go but would like to make a donation you can do that at jdrf.org slash nebraska iowa it's a chapter that con- encompasses both states okay. uh both state lines there but it's a fun night they got all kinds of music in fact you guys would be uh interested tommy de who was a singer in the band boston really if i remember kevin thomas wasn't a big fan of boston
1: Uh, that may be right that may be right but wow
0: he's going to be there there's some others a a guy that was on american idol that's going to be there so it's it's a fun fun night
1: very good uh, so uh, check that out is there a website people can go to to find out more information you might have said it already yep. sorry but I want to get it out there again
0: yep jdrf.org slash Nebraska Iowa that is the, the place you can go to, to pull that out also on Facebook at JDRF Nebraska SW Iowa you can get all the information off there as well
1: and this has to do with with, with treatments with research with, yep. with finding a cure it, it's all of the it's the current journey and the future journey right that they're thinking about JDRF is the largest global funder of type 1 diabetes research
0: so that's all this money goes toward research projects and all the advancements and the technology that taylor takes advantage of on a daily basis and that's where they're headed with this thing
1: taylor a lot of kids would be kind of uh, bashful about doing something like this you don't seem so you're 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 great at it well, why aren't why aren't you why is this something you want to do just kind of talking about it
2: Um, I just think, like, I'm not as nervous sharing it because I know also a lot of people who have type 1, and they kind of are, so I kind of, like, step up to share that for not only me, but for everyone else. That's awesome.
1: That's so cool. You're really good. I'm not going to say you're better than dad at radio, but I think your trajectory... (laughs) Is uh, is getting there? uh, Getting there. (laughs) How fun is it to go to your dad uh, with your dad to the grocery store, and everyone's like, "Hey, let's talk some football with him." How often does that happen to you? Pretty
2: much every day, especially like (laughs) at church too. It's like. Huskers (laughs) Huskers <laughs> everywhere, and, and
1: your teachers oh, right, yeah. bring it up too. Yeah, they they want to bring it up. Uh, yeah, my, my my daughter and you would probably bond. I'm at a little lower level than your dad, but my daughter and you would definitely be able to bond uh, over that whole situation. That's awesome. Uh, that's that's great. We're we're so glad you had uh, had. Uh, and are you back to back to dancing? And, and how is that yep. going?
2: It's really fun. I've had lots of competitions and conventions already, and everything's been fine so cool
1: what type of dance do you do
2: pretty much what's your your
1: favorite okay what's your favorite
2: either like contemporary or lyrical
1: very cool all right she does tap she does yeah she does it all yeah Yeah. i've got i've got daughter does that too um greg just uh just real quick uh some schedule some schedule changes in nebraska baseball Mm -hmm. line of things of course another disappointing loss last night uh with baseball now you get home for a while you've got changing of opponents you've got changing your schedule and you've got a lot of games uh what's what's kind of possible here with this stretch for nebraska baseball Give me a lot of a lot of
0: baseball in KLIN here in the next 10 days. I mean, we're going to play Omaha up in Omaha on Sunday at 3, back to Lincoln for the home opener Monday at 1, and then here comes New Mexico State Tuesday night, Wednesday afternoon, then Texas A&M Corpus Christi, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So there's a lot of baseball coming, and the good news is, as you guys said, the Army, we avoided Armageddon, so we should be fine to play at Haymarket Park on Monday, and the forecast next week looks great. 60s yeah. and 70s should be a lot of fun to see, and this team needs to get it going. Needs to find a way to, to string a bunch of wins together Boy, they could
1: really use just kind of a big home winning streak here. Absolutely, I mean that. that, In the Kansas State thing, looked like it was uh, again. Once again, it was just a bad, you know, kind of a bad half inning. Right, three errors.
0: Yeah. Three errors, uh, the six runs K-State scored, only two were earned, and so it was just a kick the ball around a little bit, which is just really, I know, driving the head coach crazy uh, with what he's seen, what he saw last night.
1: And I, I really want get, to get some time um, as we get closer to the spring game to get a little bit more in-depth on spring football with you, but just kind of what are you hearing around the program right now? I know we've heard a bit, and Caleb's reported a bit, on what some of the coaches and players have had to say, but I've just kind of heard about the general takeaways that you're getting close to the program. Good vibes. They're going to have a big scrimmage tomorrow.
0: And then they break, because spring break's next week, so they'll stop for a week uh, after the scrimmage tomorrow. But I think they're really happy with Casey Thompson. In fact, a shameless plug here on Sports Nightly tonight here on 1400, we'll have a sit-down with Casey Thompson. Oh, so really? Look forward to that.
1: That'll be fascinating. Uh, yeah. First
0: chance to really get Real, to hear a lot from him. Do a deep dive into him, but I know the coaches are thrilled with what he's brought, not only with his play, but his leadership with this team. So I think they're really encouraged with things. There's some key components sitting out this spring, a couple of those offensive linemen that aren't able to go, which is hindering them a little bit. But... Knock on wood. There's some positive vibes around the team
1: right now. Will you please tell Casey I apologize as an 11 year old for cheering in 1988 when his dad broke his leg. I would I like will. to. I'd like to repent for that. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. I will I, I'm sure he's heard that. <laughs> you, yeah, I'm from sure he has. Yeah. There were a lot of Husker fans that were like 11 year old me who had a bit of bloodlust right at that how, moment.
0: How crazy is it that Casey's dad was such a great quarterback at Oklahoma and he goes to Texas and now he's at yeah, Nebraska, but, the
1: what two are, biggest rivals doing the rival tour here. it's, yeah. a, it's amazing. Amazing. Oh. It's amazing. Well, great. You know what that means is he's eventually going to be a grad assistant at Colorado now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Full circle, huh? Yeah, exactly. Or Oklahoma State. Right. Connect all the dots. Oh, very good. Well, uh, Taylor, thank you so much for doing this. You're you're so eloquent talking about it. Great example for kids. Uh, it was really a, a pleasure to meet you. And uh, best luck going forward. Thank Glad you. to have you on again sometime if you can continue to spread the word. All right. All right. All right. Thank all right. you. And Greg, thank you for bringing her here. I appreciate you bet, guys. Thank it. Thank you. For very the time. good. Appreciate it. We will. Uh, We'll talk to you again next week. All right, sounds good. There you go, Greg Sharp. And here I am, uh, not only on Sports Nightly, six o'clock right here on KLIM, but of course, a lot of Husker baseball broadcast coming up. Starting as Greg said on Sunday at Omaha, two thirty pregame, three o'clock first pitch.